You're listening to The Residential Movement, where the focus is on making in-home dental care normal instead of novel or niche. I'm your host, Dr. Ashley Robinson, a house call dentist with a lot of passion for reaching patients who are best served in their home or residence. I'm here to encourage, equip, and empower dentists like you to begin offering in-home dental services for patients who cannot get to the office, while also enjoying a more balanced work life. We discuss everything from dentistry, business, ethics, mindset, and more. Listen in to learn how you can become a part of the residential movement. Hello there. I hope you've had a lovely week. I know I did. This past week, I went back to speak to students at my alma mater, the wonderful University at Buffalo School of Dental Medicine. It's funny because once I graduated, even though I live in town, I swore I wouldn't be back there for a while. I just felt like I needed some space after graduation, you know? I cannot be the only one who felt that way after dental school. But that feeling quickly faded three years ago, the first time I was invited back to speak to dental students about my house call practice, Akama Dental. Getting a chance to connect with students is a huge honor. And you know me. Of course, I'll always take the opportunity to introduce this practice model to people, especially students, because it wasn't taught to me when I was in school. I didn't even think about offering house calls until I saw the need for them during my hospital residency. Only then, I did my own research and found out that offering dental house calls was, in fact, possible. Anyway, this year's opportunity to speak was special because guess what? One of the students came up to me afterward and told me that she actually had already heard about dental house calls because she had been listening to dun, 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 the Residential Movement podcast. Yes, this very show. So shout out to you, Grace. I'm proud of you. You're way ahead of the curve, way ahead of where I was when I got started. And that's what this show is all about. It exists to encourage more dentists and dental students to learn about and hopefully pursue house call dentistry. If more people jump into this field, we will have an entirely different world only a generation from now. This year's presentation at the dental school was special and different from past years because I got to share some exciting news. I announced to the students, and now I'm announcing to you, that I've accepted a -a one-day-a-week faculty position in the community dentistry department. I was brought on to contribute to the curriculum by discussing alternative delivery systems and access to care. Of course, house call dentistry is a huge part of that. So I am just beyond grateful for another opportunity to spread the word and increase access to care by having a role in formal dental education. If you're wondering how one could teach and still run a dental house call practice, you need to pick up my free scheduling guide called A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist. I created it to show you just how much control you have over your schedule when you're a house call dentist. It shows examples of part-time schedules, full-time schedules, busy days, light days, so make sure to visit residentialmovement.com slash a day in the life for that free scheduling guide. This podcast is obviously different from formal dental education in that most listeners are already dentists. I don't need to discuss what instruments you need to adjust a denture or which meds have implications on treatment or things like that. You don't need me for that. So you may be wondering why I mentioned being at the dental school at all. Well, believe it or not, student dentists and longtime dentists still share similar questions about house call dentistry. And this week, I want to share my answer to a question that I got from both a student and a dentist. Remember, I love when you ask me questions because I love to make this business model more clear. Plus, when you ask, be assured that other people probably want to know the answer too. Always feel free to email me at hello at residentialmovement.com with any questions. Okay, let's get into it. So this week, two listeners... One student and one dentist asked me similar questions along the lines of, can a house call practice provide a reasonable income for a dentist? Ultra important question. You've got to eat, right? 
If you're in a hurry and need a short answer right this minute, the short answer is yes. House call dentists can make dentist money. But if you have time to stick around, I'm going to elaborate. According to various sources, the national average salary for a general dentist appears to be about $180,000 a year. Average. So that means some dentists make more and some dentists make less. You know the factors here. Are they owners or associates? What region of the country do they live in? Are they working in a public health facility or in a private practice? Which procedures do they offer? Do they work part-time or full-time? So yes, some dentists make much more than $180,000 a year, and some make less. But I'm going to refer to this number for argument's sake and modify this question a bit. I'm going to answer the question, can you make $180,000 a year as a house call dentist? The answer is absolutely. As a dental house call practice owner, you control the factors that determine your income. You set the fees and you set your schedule. You decide if you're going to have supplemental income from other sources too. In past episodes, I've advised you to have a minimum show-up fee. You are a dentist. Your time is valuable. You need to determine a fee per visit that reflects the minimum value of your time. Even if you show up to someone's home and you're unable to do any procedures, you should be paid for being there. When you're determining this fee, consider how much time you spent sterilizing, packing, and reviewing your notes prior to your appointment. How much time did you spend commuting there? How much time will you spend commuting back from there? How much time will you spend writing prescriptions and notes when you're not there? Also, consider the time savings and convenience factor that you're offering your patients and their loved ones by coming to their house. Their alternative is costly, uncomfortable, time-consuming transportation or no care at all. You offer a valuable service and establishing a minimum visit fee is a great way for you to guarantee a minimum income for yourself. Next, you need to set the fees for your services. In my opinion, these fees should be comparable to the fees for those services at brick-and-mortar offices in your area. But truthfully, they're your fees to set. So once you know the fees you charge, you need to make sure you schedule enough appointments to earn the income that you want. If you have more appointments, you'll earn more. If you have fewer appointments, you'll earn less. Your high-earning appointments should be longer visits. Your low-earning appointments generally take less time. This is the same concept if you're an associate dentist working for production or collections. Again, feel free to refer to A Day in the Life of a House Call Dentist at residentalmovement.com slash a day in the life for reference when you're building your scheduling templates. It's simple. In a fee-for-service dental house call practice, what you earn depends on what you charge and how busy you are. Yes, this means that you'll have to charge high fees. There's an opportunity cost for you being on the road. When you're a house call dentist, you can only see a fraction of the number of patients you'd see in an office on any given day. Patients understand that dental house calls are a premium service and will be willing to pay the high fees. Now, accepting this fact was really difficult for me coming from a public health background. I used to be very uncomfortable charging money for my services. Maybe someday, once dental house calls are normal and accepted as necessary, insurance companies will reimburse dental house calls at a reasonable rate. Today, they do not. We are far from that reality. So for now, charge what you need to charge. Otherwise, you won't be able to do this for a living, and your patients won't have the option of calling you. Side note, I should mention that there are portable practices that accept insurance. They're generally nonprofits and rely on grant funding to be sustainable. The doctors in these practices are not owners, and they do not have the freedom that I have. Plus, these practices rely on high patient volume, so they are more likely to set up at a school than to do a house call for an individual. Just something I thought you should know about. So even though the metrics of time and money in a fee-for-service house call practice are simple, don't forget that earning an income isn't just about how much money your business makes. It's also about how much money your business keeps. Do you pay a social media manager for your practice? 
Do you splurge on expensive advertising? The overhead of a house call practice is nothing compared to a brick-and-mortar practice, but there are still overhead expenses that need to be managed responsibly. Also, be sure to utilize tax deductions that are specific to house call dentists because taxes are your number one expense. Refer to episode 20 for more information about write-offs. To manage your expenses and stay ready for tax season, I recommend using QuickBooks like I do. It's such a simple financial software that tracks mileage, expenses, and displays reports. I am no tech whiz or financial whiz, so if I can use it, I know you can use it. For a discount on your QuickBooks subscription, visit residentialmovement.com slash QuickBooks. Okay, so I explained how simple the business model is and assured you that you can absolutely earn an average dentist income providing house calls. $180,000? No problem. But I never want to mislead you. If you want to be the highest earning dentist, the dentist making $300,000, $400,000 a year, exclusively offering house calls will not get you there. You have the opportunity to earn more money in a brick-and-mortar setting. That's a fact. In a brick-and-mortar practice, you can safely offer more high-dollar procedures. You can see more people every day and even multiple people at a time. You can even hire other providers to see more patients while you're working on your patients. The highest-earning dentists you know probably own a brick-and-mortar practice and may even own multiple practices that offer high-dollar procedures. The question is, is it worth it? Do you enjoy high-dollar procedures or do you enjoy simple procedures? Do you want the responsibility of managing an entire office full of team members? Who is your ideal patient and where can you give them care? These are questions that only you know the answer to. If you need to earn above-average dental income, I can't promise that house call dentistry is going to do that for you. On the road, you can only see so many people per day, and you can only charge so much for simple procedures. But if you're eager to provide access to care and committed to house call dentistry, you can absolutely earn an income fit for a dentist and have a schedule that most dentists envy. If you're interested in learning all you need to know about how to start your dental house call practice, consider joining Dental House Call Practice Academy. Dental House Call Practice Academy, or DHCPA, is an online course where I walk you step-by-step through building your dental house call practice. Everything from insurance to shopping to best practices. If you're interested, join the waitlist because enrollment will be open later this month. Visit residentialmovement.com slash DHCPA to join the waitlist and be the first to hear when enrollment opens. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope this was helpful. I really appreciate your time and interest in house call dentistry. That's a wrap on this episode of The Residential Movement. If you like what you heard today, please leave a five-star review and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. If you know someone who could benefit from this information, please share this with them. All of these actions help fuel the residential movement. Visit residentialmovement.com for show notes and for access to any links referenced in this episode. Thanks again for listening, Doc. Keep up the good work.